We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hey, everybody. This is Nick Mayhew, three-time gold medalist and three-time world record holder. And you're listening to Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Hi, guys. I'm Sam Fricker. I'm an Australian Olympic diver, and you're listening to Power 98.5. You see him trying to wrap up a, uh, an Americana right there on the top. Um, hard technique to finish when you're in full mount. You're better off being in side control. And you see him just peppering the body. Next gen rules. Away right yeah. here, that's right. But those hurt, ladies and gentlemen, and he wraps up this Americana. And he does the right thing where from mount, wrapping up that arm, you'll see him move his right leg across the body get the side control where he can truly get the leverage and finish this hold. And you see right there, the shoulder's not meant to bend that way. Yeah, yeah they got the tap. the tap. I was going to say, it wouldn't have been a bad thing for Booker Walter to step in, you know, maybe even a little bit prematurely, but uh, wow, hey. look at the athleticism there. Hey, George St. Pierre didn't always nail it either, you know? That, that, I mean, listen, that, from somebody who fresh can't do a backflip <laughs> like that, yeah, I, I'm certainly not doing one after a fight. <laughs> Nice work there from Luke Fernandez. I got to say, that was impressive from the start. He had great energy, and once he got it on the ground, controlled everything and got to finish. Nice work. Hard to hard to critique somebody when you've only seen about a minute of them, but Fernandez for sure looked like the more polished fighter at this juncture. And he, he looks like a guy who might be able to make 185, you know? So it, it's interesting to see where what his coach, he might just not be cutting weight yet because this is a next-gen fight. You see the ground and pound right there, all body shots, but those hurt, ladies and gentlemen, and he wraps up this Americana, and he does the right thing where from mount, wrapping up that arm, you'll see him move his right leg across the body, get the side control where he can truly get the leverage and finish this hold. And you see right there, the shoulder's not meant to bend that way. That's no bueno. And yeah, maybe Bill could have stepped in there, but. He was right on top of him. He was in the right position. He let it go all the way to the finish. And there's the, the beautiful backflip. He'll, he'll work on the landing. He'll work on the landing. You'll get that. Should have done the worm right after that. <laughs> Three out of 10. Not bad at all. Nice work there from Luke Fernandez. Keep an eye on him. I imagine we'll see him. Man, the, the confidence that he displayed from the start, the, the comfortability, and then, of course, the technique. It was all there, man. Very, very impressive stuff from Luke Fernandez. And uh, I look forward to seeing him again. I don't know how long we'll see him in the next-gen division, but I look forward to it. All right, let's take it over to Dr. David Sarnoff. Let's get the official time of our stoppage. Ladies and gentlemen, this bout was stopped at 1 minute and 39 seconds in the first round. Winner by tap out by way of the key lock. Out of the red corner, Luke Fernandez. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You just heard a clip. Absolute domination. Luke Fernandez from my home state of New Jersey. I am really excited to have him on today. You're listening to Live On Air with Stephen Quoke on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Whether you're listening on the iOS or Android app, Alexa, or on our website, power985.com. We have a messenger on the bottom right-hand corner. Click on it. If you got comments, you want to share love, you want to do a shout out, you have a question for Luke, Mr. Luke, absolute domination, Fernandez, uh, definitely send us a message. Myself, my team, we're here and we'll definitely share it live with you and everyone else. Uh, That was a clip that was dating back to May 18th, 2021. That was Cage Fury Fighting Championships. This guy is like out of control, rock star, man. Uh, I'm a huge, huge supporter of uh, MMA, boxing, sports. These guys are just incredible. Um, 
doing amazing things, not only in the ring, outside of the ring. They put a lot of faith. They put a lot of uh, dedication, nutrition, taking care of their body, trying to avoid injuries, um, you know, eating well, taking care of their family, paying their bills, having, you know, regular steady jobs to be able to pay for their coaches, to pay for travel, to do what they need to do, as well as very hopeful to look for sponsorships and having great sponsorships that believe in them just as much as they believe in themselves. Uh, all things Luke Fernandez, whether it be TikTok or Instagram, you head on over to Luke Fernandez 59, L-U-K-E-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z 59. I have to say I'm highly impressed when I went on over to the TikTok I did not expect this young, 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 even though he looks younger than 27. He's 27 years old, an MMA fighter out of Dante Rivera, BJJ in Freehold, New Jersey. And he's set to make his professional debut on April 1st of this year, my birthday month, after putting together an undefeated 6-0 amateur career, but I want to say professional career. I'm heading back over. Let's get on over to his TikTok. 4.5 million likes. You know, Justin Bieber, or not Justin Bieber, who is it? Justin Timberlake, thank you. <laughs> he can take the back seat on bringing sexy back. Let me tell you something. Never knew. We all know that people do Mike Myers. They love Mike Myers. They got things going on. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> you got to check this out. You know, he's not just bringing sexy back. He's making a way for Mike Myers to be the new sex symbol. Uh, you know, whether it can be, you know, put him on television, put him on film, put him on stage, you know, Channing Tatum, step aside. I mean, this guy's got some moves you can't beat. I mean, no matter what these moves are, they're just they're just out of control awesomeness, especially there's a video way back. I don't know if you guys saw it at all. Like people or there was like a, a wedding photo shoot did you guys see that and uh he was peeking around the corner and his michael myers yeah he, he does it well uh could you have that list for me yeah we've uh we've got that once again if you're listening whether on the ios or android app or power985.com click that messenger send and share your love with us we just had my good friend, Brian Quinn. How many of you are watching Impractical Jokers? Season 10 starts February 8th. True TV and TBS. Sim simulcasted, it's going to be on this year. Uh, Post Malone. Brian shared a lot of golden gems of what's going to be happening with Impractical Jokers this year. Post Malone's going to be on. They got an all-star studded cast. I'm loving season nine with Brooke Shields. She did a phenomenal, not only is she still gorgeous and timeless looking, she did a phenomenal job. I never thought out of all these decades, she would be great for comedy. It, it was amazing. Uh, once again, this is a radio show, not a podcast. If you're not able to tune in live, if you're not able to listen to the re-airing of these shows, we are always available that where you can catch up on, you know, for any of our shows on Spotify, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, and iHeart. However, we'd rather you be here home with us live and come back, head on over to power985.com. You can tap in live and check our schedule. Uh, whether you want to listen to Catherine and Company with Ms. Catherine Swain, we have a new episode with Alicia Pazzoni with Resilient You tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. This episode with Luke Fernandez will re-air. You can check our schedule out upcoming. I'm definitely having him back on the show, whether it be if he wants to come back on either before the fight or after the fight. We got a lot to talk about, especially being my birthday month. We are having him back on in April. He can come back on anytime he wants. He knows he's got my direct number. I'm always a phone call away. Just yesterday as well, we had Mr. Chef Mike Eccles, 
you guys haven't watched it, Netflix, Pressure Cooker, Season 1, a really, really great show. Whether you're into cooking or not, this was a great competition, a really good show. I'm going to tell you, Netflix has upped their game on doing exceptionally well when it comes to the content of some really outstanding shows. I will have to say I'm going to give a big shout out. I am not paid for these. Would love to be. I just do it from my heart because, you know, I... It's just what I do. It's who I am. Apple TV Plus. My opinion, I think that they're better than their their programs are a lot more um, refined and different than Netflix. I like the fact that they're absolutely strategic in their shows. If you are bored and you don't know what to binge watch, and if you have access to Apple TV or access to any of the programs and shows that they have on there, I'm telling you, I have been doing everything to binge watch and find reasons to binge watch everything on Apple TV+. Their shows are freaking spectacular. Amazing. Not only the cinematography and, and the, uh, the DP and everything else like that, their programs are incredible. You guys have been watching that, right? I just... Uh, <laughs> I just watched a, a new season last night. Don't get me off the top of my head. I tell you, it's been that day today. I've been having to pack a lot in my head. All I have to say, Apple TV Plus, I need not to say more. All the shows, come on. Um, I even got to get back into watching The Servant. I haven't called, I actually have two seasons I need to catch up on that. Rich knows this. You know this. <laughs> yeah, how many times have we talked about that? Oh, God. Um, I don't think that there's anything else we need to catch up on. We, we've got it all. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, ta, ta, ta. Yes. Let's get it here. Oh, man. I'm like, if you guys could only see me right now with all the papers and everything else I got behind here. Yeah, we just set this up. Uh, yeah, Christina, my number one. Thank you. Justin Love, we're going to have him on twice this coming month in February. Music artist Justin Love. Uh, he is represented by Hero. Uh, Hero manages music artist Akon. Uh, he also represents Justin Love. So we're going to bring Justin on February 7th, 8 a.m. Pacific. And then we're going to have him on for a live music drop of his new song, No Friends, that's going to be on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 8 a.m. Pacific. So 8 to 9, 9, 10, 10 to 11. So 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern, February 7th, February 14th. And then February 2nd, we have uh, actor Leonardo Sesci. And um, that is on at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Now that we've got all of that, I believe we are finally all caught up. Brian, if you don't have anything else for me, you and Christina, all good. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go ahead and we got the video covered. You know what I want to do? Can we head on over to TikTok? Is that possible? Or no, not TikTok, um, Twitter. Uh, yeah. Did you see the video that Justin or no? Justin, did you see it? Okay. You got to go to, why aren't you guys checking these things out? Come on now. I shared the video that Luke made. I love it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I, I asked him, hey, can you do a promo video? He's like, yeah, sure, absolutely. He sent this in. Even Christina said it. She goes, he looks like a million dollar winner. Like a, a, like a, a, you know, a sports athlete. I was like, yeah, look how professional, articulate he is. Oh, man, you can't, don't tell me that. All right, I wanted to go ahead and play the video. He did a great job. I don't know why you guys don't have the Twitter up already. Oh, man. All right. Oh, you did? Oh, God, you guys are the best. All right, hold on. We got to play this. Don't start it yet. Pause it. All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Luke Fernandez here, MMA fighter out of Dante Rivera, BJJ. Make sure to tune into my live interview with acclaimed radio personality, Stephen Cuoco, on Power 98.5. What's up? Now, that's what I'm talking about. You see how professional it is? 
we're going to bring up the music. We are not entering the show without the music. As though he's about to enter into a huge match where he's going to win $20 million. Luke, welcome mm-hmm. to Live On Air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5. Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate this. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks again for the video. Uh, you know, thank you for being such a great representative of my home state of New Jersey. I appreciate that. Uh, I've been in Jersey since I was really young. I moved here from Florida when I was like one years old. My family came from Florida. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love representing Jersey. You're this Jersey going through. You're the south part, uh, about an hour forty minutes to south of where I'm originally from. What's the weather like out there right now? Because I'm not missing the East Coast weather. Um, it's not great. It was kind of cold and windy today. It was probably like uh, high of like forty. Um, I was working outside today, so it wasn't great. Yeah. What do you do? Construction. Uh, yeah, I work for an exterior company right now. I do like uh, roofing inside. You ever plan on having your own business or just rather just go make the money, not have to worry about insurance and, and liability and all that? Just go do your thing and then go home. Um, I mean, I've had plans of doing different things, but as of right now, this is where I'm at. I'm focused on with fighting more than I am my day-to-day work, but uh, that pays the bills, so you got to do it. But uh, hopefully in the future, I'm, I'm not having to use my body in the sense of manual labor, rather just in the cage and we make we, a living that way. You know, you've got MMA. Yes. Why MMA? Why this? What does it do for you personally, professionally? What inspires you about this sport? Um, I mean, ever since I, I wrestled in high school and college and I just have a, a love for the one-on-one, uh, the one-on-one style of competition. Uh, I'm a competitor. I've always been somebody that's super competitive and there's something about being out there and it's just you. Where it's it's not a, 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 and on, on a team I could I could make excuses for why we lost or anything like that. But once I was wrestling it, that feeling of like I have to get better to to see the better result, the win, the loss. Like I it's it's on me, and I just love that feeling. So when I was done with college wrestling, I needed another outlet, and I grew up watching boxing with my dad. My dad's actually my boxing coach, and. uh just watching boxing and like training boxing with him, I kind of just put it together and then ended up diving into MMA through uh, because of a, like a friend of a friend got me in contact with my now coach. And once once I went to one practice, it was kind of like history from there. It's uh, it, it, it's very just interesting to see because I, I've heard of you before. A friend of mine were talking, I love prospecting as you know, you and I had a conversation before we went live. I'm a huge, huge believer that you guys deserve to be talked about, not just in sports media, but even in my world in mainstream media and radio and, and just, you know, television, just to highlight what you put into this, you know, even though you've got a job, which, you know, it, it makes sense. A lot of you guys need, it, it costs a lot, coaching, nutrition, dieting, equipment, whatever it may be. Um, are you hoping to make a long-term living and eventually do this and make a substantial amount of money, Luke, in MMA? Or do you think that you're just in a position to where, uh, like, what is the projection of, of MMA full-time or is this just going to be a situation where you're, you're in the everyday life, you're back in MMA, you're in everyday life and you're back in MMA. How do you find the balance to just do what you do best? And you're exceptional. Um, I mean, that's, that's something that I feel like with our sport happens to a lot of athletes, especially like pros that can make it out of the regional circuit. They get into that, uh, like everyday life and then professional athlete, everyday life, professional athlete. Um, the way I see it, I think that, I don't know, I just, I see a, a bigger end goal with the sense of, I think that MMA will be my, my main source of income. Um, I think that'll put me on a bigger platform where then I can hopefully use that platform to stream different avenues of income and I don't know, jump onto different things in the future. I don't know if that's television or what, but I would love to use the platform of MMA to really get like me as a person out there me, my story and just grow from there. But I definitely see a bigger goal than just doing this kind of like part-time professionally, you know, like I'm going to work, but eventually I believe that MMA will be paying my bills and 
uh, I, I'm looking to be a household name and when it's all said and done. Do you put a lot of pressure on yourself thinking, all right, I need to make it. I'm 27. I have to make it this year or I need to make it before I'm 30. What type of goals or, um, or, or are there expectations that you place on yourself? Because you're still young. 27 is 27. However, the sports industry across the board, uh, they like to cap certain people at certain ages. Is that a concern of yours that you need to meet some sort of set goal or have you before you turn to a specific age? Um, I mean, there's definitely like age caps that people set those parameters around but um i mean i've talked to people that have been in this business for a while and have done well in the sense of on the biggest stages ufc and bellator and all that stuff and in the sense of the game i, I still think i'm relatively young and uh i mean i put that pressure on myself sometimes the fact that i'm not trying to waste time because you can't get time back and eventually there will be a point where you are too old to make certain things happen in the sense of this sport and i understand that but I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to stay busy and really just trust this process uh, and just continue to do what I've been doing. And I think that I'll get to where I want to be. I, I've been looking through a lot of your photos and there's something about you that I'm not saying you're someone that is underestimated. What I really like and what I really appreciate from your TikTok is there is this genuine, carefree personality that what I perceive from you, and my instincts are exceptionally good and that I trust very much, is that you're someone that may not always take everything for face value. However, you will do your best to listen to what someone has to say. You will be respectful. You will be kind. You will do your best to refrain from being, you know, judgmental and inconsiderate and see the person in opportunities and situations for what and who they are. With that being said, you also, what I hear from you and what's actually been uh, amazing from watching past videos and competitions is that you're aware. And I also perceive that I'm not saying people think that you are naive, but I also say that don't underestimate that your ears don't hear and your eyes don't see, even if you don't give off <laughs> the inclination that you're paying attention. And that's what I believe makes you exceptional and award-winning moving forward to always remember that God has gifted you these skills, these abilities, because you are very good at being auditory and you're very good at being visual. It depends on where your focus and where your attention is at, Luke. And with that being said, the other thing that I that you can't put a price tag on, I'm going to close by saying to hand the mic back over to you, is kindness. And you have the tattoos, you got the muscles, you, you're huge. Also, at the same time, there's a heart of gold inside of there. And I will have to say that anyone who steps towards you should know not to fuck up an opportunity to have a really good relationship or friendship with you. I mean, I appreciate that. Uh, I've always, that's how I've been like raised by my parents that, I mean, everyone has something to give to you in life. You can't just dismiss anyone in any instant just because of what they might seem to be or stuff like that. You got to give everyone a chance. And um, I definitely believe that when it comes to people, you can't judge a book by its cover. I mean, if people heard my background and said, oh, he's an MMA fighter, he's probably just a dude that likes to get into fights and he's angry and he's dumb and all this stuff. I mean, that just wouldn't be the case. Uh, I'm empathetic. I like doing things that people wouldn't perceive an MMA fighter doing. I mean, I dance on TikTok and stuff. I like that fun. I'm carefree in that sense. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, I, I definitely think like I'm a family guy. I'm a, I'm a pretty low key guy. I definitely think if you don't give people that respect of like getting to know them for what they are, and really give them a chance, then you're just going through life wrong. And I think that's going to eventually come back to bite you. So I've always lived my life that way where no matter who it is, no matter what situation, I'm going to hear it out and I'm going to kind of judge it and not like judge it as it goes and give it a chance. I'm not going to just jump the gun and put a label on it or call it for what I think it is. And that's, 
you know, here's the thing. You are, I believe, in the millennial category. And there, it, I will always defend your generation. You know, I'm Gen X and, and Gen Z. You know, you guys are the younger generation. You guys have it together. You have it together while living in a world that requires you to grow up so darn fast. A government that expects you to pay for dues that is not your dues and to also have the responsibility on your shoulders to quote unquote, make a better world. What if no one has noticed of what your generation does is you do your best to make a better world starting with yourself. And then you allow other people to either be inspired by that in a genuine way or move in a different direction to those who just don't want to get it because their intentions are not that pure and that good. What would you have to say to anyone when we think about mental or emotional mental health? What do you do to keep yourself in a place of happiness and sanity and balance? Um, I actually, I've talked about this a few times. I'm really happy we, we got into this. Um, for me, I, uh, I'm somebody that loves to journal, um, and I like to write my stuff down when it comes to, uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. No worries. All right. Um, but I'm somebody that likes to journal and I like to get my, I always say that like your mind is like a, a box of puzzle pieces. And if you start your day where like you keep all the puzzle pieces in the box, it's going to be hard to start that puzzle. You can't just pick out a piece and be like, all right, I know where this goes. You have to take those puzzle pieces and dump them out, spread them out, look at everything. And then you start from there. And that's something that I, I think about like with my mental health. Like every morning I try to sit down when I have my coffee and I, I try to just journal whatever's in my mind. And I have like a kind of like a, a routine with my journaling, but just writing my thoughts down, make everything that I thought was such a big deal. And there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stress in my life, blah, blah, blah. Once I write it down, it seems a lot more manageable and it seems a lot more doable in the sense of like those day-to-day goals. So, I mean, that's something I do because I was always something that was uptight and very stressed out when it came to like goals and timing and stuff like that. Um, I think that really helps me kind of ground myself and then move forward with a good intention to get each one of my, my goals accomplished or my daily tasks accomplished. Because once you focus on the day-to-day tasks and the little things, I feel like the bigger things kind of fall on the line. And uh, I think that's been something I, I've been doing that since like 2018 after I was done with college. And there was a lot of stress in my life. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I was putting a lot of pressures on myself. And everyone always falls into that like abyss area where they, they, they don't know what their, they don't know what their path is. They don't know what they're doing. I feel like at some point in somebody's life, they always fall into that. And uh, when I came out of it, I really thought that the best thing for me was, was journaling and kind of just like reaching out to friends and family and just like talking to other people that went through that stuff and just not shying away from the fact that everyone has feelings and thoughts and it's a good thing to voice them and not keep them in. Whether that is journaling or whether that's talking to somebody, whether that's getting therapy or stuff like that. I think it's important that in today's day and age, especially like mental health is real. Like there's mental health, there's mental health issues. There's, mental health like everything comes from how you feel and how you're doing mentally so like it's important to be in touch with that and i think that luckily nowadays it's getting more to the forefront and people are really starting to understand that so i think that's good especially for like the field i'm in there's a lot of downtime with just yourself and there's a lot of downtime focused on the, the pressures you put on yourself so i think you really have to be in tune with like your mental health so that's just little things that I do. Is it easy to share your your feelings and thoughts with people, no matter how well you know them or not? Are you are you very transparent with your emotional state of being and allowing others to know where you stand and what place you're at within yourself? I mean, if somebody asked me, like, wanted to talk to me about it, I would. Um, I feel free to talk to anyone about really anything if they're in a genuine like feeling where they really want to know and they maybe they're asking for their own stuff, like help or stuff like that. I'm down to talk to anyone, but I don't usually voice it out there just on my own. Um, unless it's like somebody I trust and stuff like that, like friends and family, I'll talk to them. If, 
if I feel the, the need for it. But if somebody asked me, I would definitely talk to them about whatever they were asking. I, I mean, I'm pretty open in that sense. You shared a while back ago, uh, this was back in 2020, great night of work, amazing feeling learning from a man I grew up watching fight, soaking up everything David Branch taught me tonight. Thank you for the work. Do you want to share more about that with us? Um, yeah, that was in like the earlier stages of my career when I was really first starting out training on a day-to-day basis and getting into it. And David Branch is has been in the UFC. He's been on the biggest stages. And um, he came into our gym. We trained together. We did some roles in jiu-jitsu and stuff. And it was really cool to like go from me just watching something like that on TV where they seem – it almost seems like a – like a character, it's not real. And then when you meet them and talk to them and train with them and they teach you stuff, it really like is a cool feeling. And it was new to me in the sense of that that's kind of regular in MMA. If you go to gyms, there's a lot of times where bigger names and um, people that have done the biggest of things for the sport will come into gyms and you'll see them and it'll be a real person and you get to talk to them. So in that sense, it was like a first for me. And it was really cool to get that feeling and and learn from somebody that I've actually watched on TV, like do the biggest of things for the sport. One of your rules, and I, I want to read this and get your thoughts on it to find out where you're at now. Rule number 32, enjoy the little things. Life is too short and too precious to not appreciate the little things. I struggled to get myself out of bed and to get moving this morning, but, but I'm glad I did. Ended my run with the view and this is on your facebook it's beautiful this beautiful view uh happiness was uh, on a wednesday happy wednesday y'all where are you at now or how are you getting out of bed now over two years later or three years later i mean it's it's more the same stuff i actually know exactly what uh view you're talking about and referring to that was after my own early runs uh ended by the there's a lake by my house and the sun was coming up and it was just it's cool to end it. And like, I, f- I feel like everything like that will ground you and like getting that run started, like was, it sucked. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to commit to doing a five mile run or a three mile run. And as you're doing, you're like, dude, just stop. Like you've done enough. Your mind's always doing that, like that mental battle. Uh, but then when you reach that, that end point, you're like, wow, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm glad I got up. It seemed like such a, a, a mountain to climb in the sense of getting out of bed, getting your, clothes on and then going out in the cold and and going for a run but when once it's completed it's like i did that no one else forced me to do that like you you got yourself there you did it it's a little victory and then like at the end of it i get to hang out and look at that view so it was, it was cool and i just feel like that's something i carry in like day to day there's always little battles to be had and there's always little victories in those battles even if it doesn't go exactly how you want you might think that it's a a loss on the little battle but realistically like you doing it and you committing to it is the victory. So that's just how I kind of approach all my little daily tasks and training sessions. Cause in my sport, you got to do a, a bunch of training sessions and there's a lot of different workouts that go into it. So it's like one of those things you got to just take every session. You got to take something out of it. You got to, you got to find the positives and take those little mental mental victories. Isn't that incredible that you know how to stop or at least pause? Do you know how many people don't know or don't make it a point to care to remember to pause the way you do yeah i mean i feel like i i was i did that in college like i feel like i didn't pause and and really take in moments and i feel like looking back now that's one of the things i'm making sure that i don't do it going forward in the future is like just take like life goes on life flies by if you don't do those little check-ins and and really take in, like soak up the good times, soak up the bad times, soak up like the moments. Because when moments pass, it's it's gone. And if you don't soak it up, you don't really like take a second to look at everything. It's gonna seem like a, a shorter, less important moment, even if it wasn't, even if it was a big like deal at the time. If you don't stop and really take it all in, it's gonna be gone. And then in your memory, it's not gonna seem as like special. Uh, Sherry from Napa Valley said, I am loving this guy. He sounds amazing. And Sherry, he definitely is, uh, head on over to Luke's TikTok 
uh, or Instagram or both. You know what? Not or. What am I saying? Or. There you uh, go. All great things, Luke Fernandez. Luke Fernandez 59. Uh, that is uh, Sherry from Napa Valley. I want to go to. Sure, that's Sherry. Yeah, thanks, Sherry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was. Shout, we shout back out to her. <laughs> yeah, Sherry. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to. A moment on TikTok that really surprised me. Uh, this was back. You received 1.8 million views on this. 11, 28, 22. Situation was happening. You had to go to the doctor. They thought you had some sort of abscess or something going on. You're getting cut inside your mouth. You're getting lidocaine injections. You know, you're getting, you know, treated as that they're, they're trying to push or pop this like a pimple. And it ended up being cell cellulitis or cellulitis cellulitis tell us about that what the heck happened because i can't believe your entire face just it, it looked like there was a tumor yeah it actually it looked like a filter i think it was fake but yeah. it wasn't and uh that at that point i just woke up finally i was able to sleep for a little bit and i woke up and that's the first thing i saw in the mirror and that's when i realized like i gotta go back to the hospital like i, I was worried my face was gonna explode that's how big it got but, um, yeah, like I was working one day and my, I felt a little like it felt like an ingrown hair or a pimple, like a deep one. It was kind of painful. And then I, I just let it go. And it got to the point where I was like, all right, this is more than just a pimple. I've, I've had other like infections before I wrestled and stuff. So I've been around like skin doctors and stuff. And I knew that this wasn't just a normal pimple. So I eventually got it checked out by urgent care and they just said it was an abscess and they gave me an antibiotic and I was taking that. And after like two days, it still wasn't getting better. And that day I had a jujitsu, um, I had a pro grappling match. So I ended up doing a grappling match with a very swollen face. It wasn't as swollen as like the end result, but it was definitely swollen and it was painful. But I ended up winning my match and then I was hanging out later watching the UFC fights. And I noticed I'm like, my face is still hurting just as much, if not worse. And it's getting more red and I'm still on these antibiotics, but it hasn't gotten better. So on the way home from the fights, um, my buddy was like, just go to the hospital and get it checked out. And I did that. And um, when I got there, the it was like 3 o'clock in the morning because I, I just watched the fights and I was just hanging out. So I was like, I'm going to get it checked out. Because God forbid I go to bed, something happens. I, I'll feel better if I do this. I got it checked out. And um, right away, he was like, it's an abscess. Do you want to drain it? And I was like, uh, sure. And so they injected lidocaine in my face, which was very painful. And then he used a bigger needle to try to pull the infection out. And nothing came out, and that was very painful too. And then he, like the doctor, asked me, "Do you want to use a bigger needle? Or do you want me to cut it with a scalpel?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't know." And at this point, I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." He ended up cutting my face open, trying to like physically drain it with his hands by squeezing, it, and nothing came out. And then he sent me home. And uh, when he sent me home, like immediately the swelling was getting worse and worse, and the pain was unreal. And then the next morning, after not sleeping the whole night, I think at like 10 in the morning or 11 in the morning, I uh, eventually saw the end result, which was my face was super swollen and actually looked like alarming. So I went back and then they did the right tests and stuff and they found out it was full-blown cellulitis in my face, which is very dangerous. And like the infection could like get into like your, your bloodstream and go to your brain and stuff. So it ended up being more serious than I thought. I stayed in the hospital for three days and got treated the right way. But that's realistically why I couldn't fight in December. Um, because like after you have cellulitis, especially in your face, like you can't take impact trauma to the area where the cellulitis was for two weeks or else it could like come back, get inflamed. So like me being an MMA fighter, I can't get punched in the face or hit in the face or any type of impact to my face for two weeks when I only had a month left in my camp is not realistic. So I had to pull out. How on earth did you get it? Because as I Googled it, it says cellulitis, the bacteria, it enters the skin, may spread rap rapidly, uh, affecting skin, swollen red. Um, it says can be life-threatening. What yeah. was going on at these doctors for the first time? You hear a cut and open your face, and it's like, why didn't they do this the first time around? I don't know. I mean, the second time I went there and they did, they did a CT scan once they that got me in and right away they're like, it's not uh, an abscess. It's, there's nothing drainable about it. It's uh, cellulitis. 
So I don't know why that didn't happen the first time, but luckily they had it done the second time and I was able to get treated the right way. But I don't know exactly what caused it. Like I still, it was like on my beard line. So it could have been for me shaving. Um, it could just be from like getting an abrasion while training. It could have been from a lot of things, but there was no real, like there was no pimple head at first. There was no cut there that I could recognize. It just felt like it was in my, like it felt like a ingrown hair almost like, well, thank God you're all right. Um, you know, obviously it was treated with antibiotic and you were able to get out in three days. Yeah. What is going on with the Michael Myers saga, this docu-series of you, Jim, shirtless going on here? It's like, I don't think people would be able to watch Halloween the same ever again if they were to watch all of your uh, docu-skits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that started... I mean, I, I've always been somebody that's into horror. Uh, Michael Myers was actually somebody that scared me as a kid, like really bad. And uh, eventually, when I got older, I really got into horror movies and stuff. And it just happened, like I think it was like 2018, actually, where I wanted to like go all out for Halloween and dress up. And I decided I was going to be Michael Myers, so I went out and bought like a really nice mask, and I bought the whole costume. And I got excited when I bought the mask, and I actually wore the mask home from the the halloween store like drove home with it on which i don't even know if that's allowed but i drove home with it on and i got home and i got dressed up and this was uh back when like i was still with like living with my brother and stuff and when i put it on uh it was like it looks legit and stuff and then we were playing music and stuff and i just danced with it on and then he like was laughing they look so funny dude you got to see this and like he filmed me the one time and after like one time he filmed me, I ended up posting like a couple of days later on Instagram and it ended up blowing up uh, Barstool's sports like roast today. It got like over like three or four million views on Instagram. And then I was on like Facebook and everything like that. So that like really started me dressing up as him and like dancing and stuff and doing other things. And from there, like I, I, I like did other shoots and I, I went to, I got flown down to Florida and did like a video here it just like opened a few doors and it was a lot of fun. So like, I just kept rolling with it and on TikTok, they, a lot of people like enjoy it. So I just keep posting. What I appreciate most with that, Luke is you took something and I appreciate your transparency. You know, it was a, a moment when it, it terrified you, it bothered you and you turned it into something where I would say you not only conquered a fear, you embraced that fear and you made it your own all the way to where <laughs> I love this 12 2022 20, yeah. you've got even Michael Myers socks on for crying out loud in a suit yeah it's it's now it's funny because like <laughs> like you said it, it was one of those things I feared and it became like almost like a lot of people when they now when they see Michael Myers like they it's all my friends think of me and stuff and like I always get stuff that's like on videos and stuff they'll send it to me like it was thinking me when it comes to Michael Myers. And I think it's funny because when I was a kid, I was terrified of him. And the socks you saw were actually for my buddy's wedding. All the groomsmen got personality socks and he bought them for all of us. And mine were Michael Myers. That's awesome. It really is. Uh, once again, Luke Fernandez, professional undefeated, six and O MMA fighter. Um, out of Freehold, New Jersey. You've got a fight coming up April 1st. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so um, that'll be my professional debut. Uh, I was 6 hours as an amateur, but going into this, uh, it's something that's kind of been like on the radar now for a while. Uh, I've been planning this. Like I said, I was supposed to fight in December, actually December 16th, but I had to pull out of that fight. So now it's April 1st and it's in Philadelphia at 2300 Arena for CFFC. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, if you have the opportunity, go check out CFFC's uh, website. Uh, the, the tickets aren't up for sale yet, but they will be in the near weeks, in the next few weeks or stuff like that. So um, keep an eye out for that. And uh, when it comes to opponents and stuff, I already have my opponent. I, I couldn't even tell you the name right now off the top of my head. But as camp gets more into it, uh, I'll definitely lock in with, you know, watching film and stuff more. And as for now, it's just training and, and focus on my game plan and, and my tools. But very excited to have my professional debut 
I wish it was in New Jersey, my home state, but at this point, I fought so much in Philadelphia that it's it's like my home away from home at this point. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to putting on the show. Everyone can head on over to cffc.tv for tickets and to learn more information. Big thanks to uh, to you, Luke, for sharing that with us. Uh, once again, Luke will be fighting professionally April 1st, 2023 in Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena. Definitely head on over to cffc.tv to find out more. Who would you like to give a shout out to, Luke? Um, I, I mean, I like to give that a shout out to all my sponsors. Um, Prime Exteriors, that's my company I, I work for, and it's buddy, uh, Chris Boardingham. He's he's really been helping me out through this whole journey. Um, Silver Cloud Harbor Arena, um, Savvy Fit Soaps. If you need natural soap, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm huge on the natural soaps now. And Sa- Savvy Fit Soaps is the company that sponsored me. But it was funny because I was using them way before I knew like them through sponsorships, I was using them and it just came full circle that he's actually like lives a couple houses away from me. And like when we went to talk about a a possible sponsorship, like he was like, send me your address. And he was like, I live like 800 feet away from your house. Like he was like the block behind me. So it was a small world, but I used their products way before I got sponsored by them. And I'm huge on natural soaps. I think you should take care of your body the way that it's intended to be taken care of by using natural stuff. So if you're looking to get natural soaps, check them out. Um, uh, Apollo Nutrition is for uh, all my supplements and stuff and all my nutrition needs. And uh, shout out to everyone at Dante Rivera BJJ. That's my team. Um, looking forward to getting into this next camp and really taking it head on and uh, really uh, put on a show for everyone. So thank you for having me. I mean, yeah, you're welcome. Let them know. Like if they're not listening or tuning in, I mean, we've, we've got a great turnout. Um, I don't know if they're on right now, but definitely let them know you, you gave a shout out on, you know, live satellite radio. My reach is in 200 countries. You never know what can happen. If you want to plug the soaps in again, you know, your friend's uh, website, if you've got it. Um, if not, when you come back on in April, if not beforehand, you know, we'll get more of that information, but I love good natural stuff as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, shout out to my uh, one of my sponsors, uh, SC Arms. They're uh, a gun shop up in where is that? It's North Jersey. I can't even think of the, the town. That's not somewhere I'm always at. But SC Arms is one of the fastest NJ, fastest growing NJ gun shops. And my buddy Derek that owns it, great dude, very down to earth, and he'll hook you up with anything when it comes to firearms related. Um, and then, yeah, shout out to Eat Clean Bro. That's one of my sponsors that helped me with meal preps and stuff like that. Mix on Wheels, um, really cool company. That's actually one of my sponsors too. Family, uh, it's actually my aunt and Michael. Um, they uh, mobile DJs. It's really cool. They work for all the big parks. It parks. If you ever went to like Disney and you seen like a really cool car with a DJ set up and they're playing music and stuff, put on an event. That's Mix on Wheels, and uh, it's awesome. And they have a a great system when it comes to like a party on wheels and they do a great job. So shout out to that mix on wheels. And yeah, that's, that's really my team. I keep my circle small and shout out to dungeon box. And that's my dad. Um, he's been my hands coach for my whole life. So he really got me here. So shout out to him. Now I, uh, I appreciate your dad knowing how well he raised an incredible son and human being in person. And, that's what makes you great, Luke. And uh, I'm, I appreciate it's, that. It's an honor to have you here today, and you're here because of you. I just want you to know that. Yes. Uh, any closing? I appreciate thoughts? you having me. You're absolutely um, closing thoughts. I mean, I just really appreciate you for this opportunity. I appreciate getting to know you through the last couple of weeks and stuff, and uh, the opportunity of you having me on the show, and hopefully future endeavors when we get to do this again. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to share before we head on out? I know it's uh, about seven o'clock. I don't know if you ate dinner yet, but you probably are hungry. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably get uh, get some food in a minute. Uh, other than that, yeah, check me out on social media. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and yeah, I just hope everyone has a blessed day. And I'm excited to be back on this show in the near future. I do see here that you have Apollo Nutrition uh, as 
on your TikTok, www.apollonutrition.com. I'm actually going to click on this link and see what else you've got open anyway. Let's see. Oh, it takes us right to Apollo. Yeah, that's Nutrition. like my affiliate link. If you uh, if you ever need supplements and stuff, you go through there. They make uh, third-party testing supplements, and I think that's very, uh, very important. Like they get everything that's tested, so you know it's clean and clear. You're not going to have anything pop up on a drug test or anything like that. If you're an athlete, everything's third-party tested. It's clean, and they make very quality supplements. So, like, if you're ever uh, looking to get anything from pre-workout to protein to any type of mental, uh, just came out with a new product. Actually, it's dropping soon. It's called, uh, I think it's called Mind Games, or I can't really remember it off the top of my head. But it's a new nootropic, uh, like, mental clarity supplement so they have a lot of wellness products as well as like supplements for gym and stuff so definitely check them out awesome all great things luke fernandez luke fernandez 59 instagram and tiktok luke thanks again hold the line we're going to close out uh you and i just have a, a just a quick chat before we head on with our evening and it's been an honor i appreciate it anytime Thanks again to everyone who's joined us today live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Remember, this is a radio show, not a podcast. This episode with Luke will be available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, and iHeartRadio. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Remember, new episode with Alicia Pazzoni tomorrow, Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Catherine Swain, she is coming back, coming back from her holiday from Spain. Uh, she will be back with her show, Catherine and Company, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Power 98.5. Uh, all great things. Download the iOS or Android app. Tune in on Alexa. And remember, we are a commercial-free station, not the type of radio that you may remember from the 80s or 90s. It is all about great people, great content, just like Luke Fernandez. Uh, I'm going to put it out there again. All great things, Luke Fernandez, L-U-K-E-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z-59. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe and Happy New Year. Friend us on your socials and let's connect. 